Hey, welcome back to Roan's Perspective, the podcast on self-empowerment, creating your own reality, and any lessons that I, your beautiful and wise host, Roland, learns on the path to peace. I am 21 years old, currently abstaining from sex and alcohol, and am going back to school for psychology, and I'm thinking about philosophy. I ponder a lot, and this is the result of my work, because thinking is work. Thank you for listening to Rowan's Perspective, and don't forget to give it a rating and give it a comment or something. Share it as well, if you feel so called. Thank you again, and let's get on with the show. Bye! Hi everyone, I'm currently in my room talking to myself, thinking as I do, and I was thinking about if I were to ask Beyonce one question, it would be, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the bigness of your ideas and your visions, and if you have, how did you, how did you deal with that, or how do you deal with that? And I want to ask this question because when it comes to me, ever since becoming celibate and roping in my sexual life force energy into myself, I have been having so many ideas, so many big ideas that, you know, I have to remind myself that they come to me because they know my current skill level, they I don't believe people create ideas. I think ideas come to you, maybe, because, I don't know. I want to say there's nothing new under the sun, um, and also people have the same ideas. It, it's just like they come to you to be expressed uniquely, because even though there are 8 billion of us, we are still unique how how is there no one on this earth exactly identical to me there must be a god i'm not even joking like what the fuck like when you think about the intricacies of life it's it's very hard to believe there's not like a a a higher intelligence behind intertwined within is all this I've been having a very intellectual week. It is Thursday currently. I've been having a very intellectual week. And it was Wednesday. It's like 1 in the morning. But I've been having so many thoughts, y'all. And so many ideas. Like I said, that video that I made, um, the Divine Feminine, Divine Masculine, that was a big idea that I had. And I've never written down written out an episode like that before and read it out like that like I felt like um tea talks and tea noir I felt like the social commentary people on YouTube that I admire that I really never saw myself being because that looks like a lot of work and that's the issue like why am I avoidant of hard work because I'm not avoidant of hard work when it comes to doing my best at a job that's paying me nine dollars an hour which I don't work there anymore. Yes, I'm free. I'm free. But when it comes to someone else's dreams, I'm so ready to be on board and do my best. And if it's hard, I like that shit. I like that challenge. But when it comes to me, my goals, my ambitions, my ideas, suddenly it's so 
hard to believe in them. And I project this onto the people around me and assume that they don't believe in me when that's not really the case. So if, you know, Beyonce is one of my role models for sure, like her worth ethic I've been saying a lot this week that I want to be like Beyonce and that's partly because I'm still like male validation has me by the neck and I am not ashamed to admit that I am this is where I am and it's not where I'm gonna be forever there's no shame in being where you are like it's not my fault but I want to be about like Beyonce so people could want me right but I literally do not know this girl. I do not know this woman. I do not want to be like Beyonce. I think I'd be very sad because who would be rolling? Like, I really genuinely love myself so much, guys. You're going to get sick of me. <laughs> like, I hope not. I hope I didn't just speak that out into existence. I feel like I do that sometimes. or Or I feel like that's a possibility sometimes when you're constantly telling someone, this is how you're going to feel about me. This is how you're going to feel about me. Don't be surprised when they start feeling that way about you. And I also feel like sometimes when I have like a certain thought about something, about someone, I genuinely feel like it's because they give that off. They believe that about themselves. And I have like no choice but to believe that about them too. Like if you keep telling me you're ugly and you believe you're ugly and you acting like you ugly you just move like you ugly babe who am I to not believe you who am I to tell you any different I'm sorry like I'm being so for real another thing also my podcast is starting to get a lot of attention um from people I don't know and this is what I wanted right (laughs) this is what I wanted right Um, One thing I fear is that I will have to kill my authenticity to be, I don't know, relatable or palatable or some shit like that to keep up with the responsibility of a growing platform. And it might be morally wrong to say, fuck the responsibility I have on this platform. I'm still going to talk and say and do what I want. But that's what I want to do because that's what I started the podcast for and I guess, you know, one could say anything about anything, really. But at the end of the day, I get to choose my actions. And I think I'm going to continue to say and think and feel and do whatever the fuck I want because this is my podcast and that's it. It just feels really weird to make a decision for myself. But back to Beyonce. I love renaissance and I was I've been waking up like really wanting to embody renaissance like oh my god those last four songs they speak to my spirit in a way I I haven't I can I just (sighs) clearing the I have so much to say clearing the blockages in your body clearing the blockages in my body is the best thing I have ever done for myself I believe in your emotions manifesting physically in your body and when you clear emotional blockages you heal physical ailments I 100% believe in that I completely believe in bottling up your emotions and then finding ways to manifest in other ways in your body just like how joy can manifest in the way that you laugh like I've been experiencing 
laughter in a way that I haven't before. And I've said this already previously, but it's just growing and compounding. And I don't know, life is becoming really good. Even though as of now, like December is dragging me through the fucking mud when it comes to consistency and discipline, which I can make like I could write a book (laughs) on consistency and discipline simply from my experience and some simple research. I could give y'all a nice little how to guide. okay? (laughs) But yeah. Do I lack belief in my goals because I was raised to be a factory worker? Because that was the point of the way schools still are. Like when when schools were first formed, you know, uniforms and sitting in rows and not able to be using the restroom when you want and listening to this authority figure outside of yourself. All of that prepares you to work at a Ford factory making car parts to eat your lunch at a certain time to do three meals a day like to make the first of all the fact that school takes up so much of your time is fucking ridiculous in your day it's fucking ridiculous and I'm sure it serves its purposes just like the eight hour work day I just I just feel like people don't need to work that that long but I also say that and I'm aware of how if people have had not worked as hard as they have and for as long as they have in the past I would not be where I am today in this nice house with my nice computer and my nice sheets so there is that like I everything serves a purpose and the and the the more I get into thinking and intellectualizing and theorizing y'all the more nothing makes sense and everything exists and there's no such thing as truth except to your ego and your identity and in your own life and that is completely valid (sighs) I've been getting overwhelmed a lot by thought lately. Nothing that I can't handle. I've gone through a few um, practice things where what I'm experiencing now is like nothing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I also wonder how long it's going to take for someone to start like... Writing down all the shit I say and then be like, Roland, you have blah, 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 blah. (laughs) I have imagined before, and I've said this before, like, sitting down with God and asking him, like, can you just... Dang, do you see how, like, stuck I am? I have to consciously, like, tell myself. Sitting... Well, it was God who I was thinking of in the past, but I like to say John now and think of a a man, a brown man with locks, and it doesn't have to be a man, but I feel comfortable with the idea of this person being a man, but I'm also getting into the idea of God being a woman, and she just loving me, and just being creation, which makes more sense, but I guess, you know, it's not a, it's not a, um, a a competition, and I don't think it's male or female, like, I, I, both, both of us need to exist, 
Oh my god, I've been thinking about relationships a lot as well. I don't know if it's because I've turned 21 and so suddenly my spirit or my hormones or you know my brain is suddenly attuned to like looking for a partner. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm so drawn to the relationships between male and female human species. Like I say species in plural, we're all humans. But I'm I'm just finding that so interesting because it's not it's naive to say we we operate the in the exact same way, male and females. That's not true. But I've just been like asking certain questions like are men actually are males really physical creatures and why do females pref or lots of females that I know in my current little world prefer like niggas that treat them like shit and run away from real love and like what's a nice guy you know all the social romantic things I've been thinking about a lot lately which used to like piss me off but now I'm looking at it with a more broader sense and just like with the air of curiosity like I'm very curious like the whole rivalry of the sexes thing but yeah back uh I think back to ideas maybe yeah back to ideas I just feel like I have been raised to not put as much value and worth into my own ideas and that just really sucks it makes me sad a lot of things have been making me sad the pursuit of knowledge makes you really sad I'm really an intellectual, <laughs> like, like, get on my level. <laughs> I'm watching Hazma, Ham, Jesus, Roland. Oh, my God. I have dyslexic tendencies. I'm watching Hamza Unfiltered right now, and he's talking about what I've never told you about getting consistent. First of all, I just want to say it is okay to cry as a grown man. Like, he was talking about his struggle with binge eating and same. But he was like, I was literally sitting here, tears burst out crying as a grown man. I was just like, bro, y'all niggas, like, y'all niggas, bro, it's okay to cry, my nigga. Like, I truly believe men are not as free as patriarchy would like to, um, portray y'all niggas are oppressed too swear to god like your spirits are dying to be heard like your emotions are crying to be let out you niggas are not as as like free maybe you're in power but shit power just might be um not isolating what's the what's the power just might be oppressive because Nigga, like, it's okay to cry. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and this shit, like, am I crazy? It's okay to cry. Emotions are there to move through you, and you are human. And I've told this to a guy before, and he was like, a couple guys actually gave me a similar response. Like, when I point out that, you know, it's okay to be human and to do things that 
a quote-unquote real man wouldn't do like that shit is such fucking bullshit like but I know it serves its purpose and it is grounded in some some truths of like the the differences in male operations cool cool sure all right but an excuse I often get is that that's not what society tells us that's not what we learned growing up that's not what the world tells us so you going to listen to the world for the rest of your life or are you going to make your own rules? Okay. <laughs> are you going to listen to the world or are you going to like you going to live you going to live your life by the world's rules? If that's what we doing, okay, cool. But <laughs> you don't have to. Like okay? Now what? Is the world living your life? Like is the world in your current present nuanced experience of the things that you see perceive and feel on a day-to-day hour-to-hour minute-to-minute moment-to-moment basis I didn't think so I didn't think so like don't tell me that what that gotta do with you you're accepting it and that is a choice unfortunately for you that is a choice that you've been keeping up but fortunately for you you don't have to keep it going you don't have to Keep it going. Does someone have something to say? Yes? Am I loud? Okay, my bad. It is 154 in the morning. My bad, my bad. I wish I had my lavalier mic, bro. Oh my god. Maybe let me go in my closet. Oh my god. OG OG recording spot is the closet. Do y'all remember? <laughs> All right, we're in the closet, and my phone is in the sound box that my friend Dashereen graciously gifted to me, and I think that was a beautiful way to support a friend. I love that. (sighs) You niggas are oppressed, and I'm sorry. If you needed to hear it, I got you. They'll go onto YouTube, how to text girls and stuff, right? They'll watch those videos and, okay, oh, I should wait a while. They'll try all these tactics, won't they? And you've probably tried them. You've probably tried all these little tactics and maybe I'll go to the gym and all this, right? And those stuff can can be nice. But you want to know how all these actually work because they didn't actually work for a lot of guys, did they? You know, going to the gym, uh, learning how to text girls and everything. It works for some guys and it doesn't work for other guys. Why? Because of your identity. Because some guys stick with the identity that they've been given by the society around them that it's inappropriate inappropriate to show their attraction towards girls that it make them feel uncomfortable and that, you know, they don't want to come across as a weirdo or a creep or a rapist you've had that identity built into you to be like very like soft around girls to not be dominant to not go after what you want to not like try and actually attract the woman and instead just like you know with this like false sense of of abundance You've been fed this, like, this fucking lie that you don't need sex and love in your life. And you've seen this, like, propaganda by these Sigma male little crusty smelly guys who are like, oh, women aren't, oh, women are shit. Like, I, I, I don't, oh, just focus on yourself, King. Either you've listened to that or you've listened to this blue pill propaganda that's made you believe that, like, yeah, you know, you're the little skinny nerd and eventually you'll get the girl. Either way, your identity and your beliefs about yourself in relation to attracting women is, is totally wrong and so you don't get it. There are so many things wrong with what he just said. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm not even, 
I don't even know where to, I don't even know what to, what to start with. But hey, he has the experience. I do not. I am a female woman going through this life. He is a male man going through his life. I thought it was interesting how there's a belief among boys that, you know, it's wrong to show attraction and to like chase what you want. That's really interesting. Like I'm really interested in getting to know the male experience because it just it, it's not as good as y'all make it seem. I know it's not. I want to know the intricacies and I just want to understand the opposite sex. I'm really interested for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I've just been finding myself really interested in that lately. <sighs> Maybe this will be a super shorter episode this week because I feel like I've said everything I've had to say already. Maybe I'll do another kind of installment kind of thing, but it's raining outside and I love rain. And here's just a little reminder to like be intent on becoming grateful for little things and making gratitude a part of your life and a part of your identity and a part of who you are because it becomes a habit man and man when you intentionally try to add a new behavior into your life or take one out behavior modification it starts with consciously doing it and then eventually over time after like a a learning curve because it's hard to integrate or take something out of an identity you previously had like has Hamza is talking about but once you do that like once you push through man and you change your identity that shit is like clockwork like like the back of your hand like you don't even have to think about it it becomes subconscious because you're programming yourself deeper and deeper to do certain things so like being grateful I'm I I I see so many little things to be grateful for even when I'm in tears from heartbreak I literally wrote down in my journal the other day like I've never felt heartbreak so beautiful. Like, girl, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God, man. You got to be a little delusional to have some fun in this life. And what is delusional, anyway? Kind of subjective, isn't it? Kind of like outside looking in type shit. You're always going to be crazy to somebody. Everybody's crazy to somebody. And that's why I can't see myself, like, trying to become a person who pleases everyone that listens to this podcast. If you're triggered, I'm sorry you're triggered. There's nothing I can do about that. Go heal. You know, I'm glad. I'm People, I don't know how I feel about trigger warnings. I'm not going to lie. I have a love-hate relationship because it is nice to be tactful and sensitive to your viewers But also, this is coming from seeing someone, like, get upset that there wasn't a trigger. Like, as if when I post something, I have to think about you every time and everyone else. And that just gives me people-pleasing. Like, to me, that reads as people-pleasing. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. Like, when I 
feel like a trigger warning is um, necessary, I'll put one in there. But I can't think about someone I'm not thinking about. Does that make sense? And, like, if you get mad and triggered, like, that still has nothing to do with me. Unfortunately for you, that has nothing to do with me. (laughs) And I'll be thinking, like, I'm a little fucked up for thinking that. But I'm not. It's just that someone might think that. It's just that that's a thought. And it's it's true and it isn't. And so, where does that leave us? I don't know. But I'm so glad I could get that off my chest. Oh, my God. Because I've had that thought for a long time. I don't know how honest I can get on this. <laughs> I don't know how honest I can get on this show no more, y'all. Who? <laughs> Yeah, it's all about just, I think it's just fear of persecution, really. Just fear of, like, let me look that up. Because Jesus was on to something. Persecution. And we can agree to disagree. You don't have to agree with me to be my friend. Like, we don't have to agree to be friends. I will say, though, I would like people around me that share the same values. I think that would be nice. Like, freedom of thought and expression, that's one of my values. But intention is also a a little a value I have. So, like, if you're intending to hurt people's feelings, that's an issue for me. But if you're intending to just express yourself and in doing that you hurt people's feelings, I don't believe that that's your problem because that wasn't your intention. I really don't feel like we should have to take responsibility for things outside of our intention because that becomes the realm of perception. And what the fuck that got to do with me? Or is that just me not wanting to take responsibility? I say that. That's not it. But I want to acknowledge all of the options because I'm not above being criticized even though I don't like it, is it because I'm a Virgo? Perhaps. But I'm not a I'm not above it. People are still going to do it. So I'd rather do it myself before someone else does it for me. So persecution is a oh, hostility and ill treatment, especially on the basis of ethnicity, religion, or sexual orientation or political beliefs. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think maybe my the word I'm looking for persecution gives me the energy I'm looking for, but maybe ostracization. I just don't want to be like I must say quote unquote canceled. I don't truly believe you can be canceled um unless you believe you are canceled cuz um so many people have been trying to cancel be canceled by the internet and they're still thriving. So, Daniel Caesar, I'm sure he's doing great. I'm sure I still listen to his music. That's another thing. Like, you can get so mad at somebody, but, like, someone is still going to support them. (laughs) Like, your opinion actually doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Like, at all. And I this goes for me as well. Like, all of this, none of this shit is real, bro. But sometimes it is. Like, it's only as real as we make it, and sometimes we make it realer than other times. But... This shit, like life, um, it is well within my right to say life is a game because sometimes it really be feeling like it. Like you can just see all of the illusions. I have the ability to see illusions and see the layers of complexity and 
thought process and just the layers of of living the layers of existence (sighs) and none of this shit is real But yeah, I just don't want to like say something that a lot of people don't like and then I get dragged for it because I don't know how if I'd be able to handle that. But I do think I underestimate my ability to um, continue to thrive in negative situations or just the uh, my resilience. I think I underestimate my resilience, but that's okay because I've been getting a beautiful practice in that lately. Um Another reason why laughter is becoming so just freeing for me, and I'm also getting so much better at singing, like, my practice is really compounding, and I love that. I sing every day, y'all, every day, every day. What I need to do is warm up every day and maybe maybe have the identity of a singer and, you know, incorporate at least a five minute warm-up you know five minutes is better than nothing an intentional warm-up of my voice because I am a speaker I talk a lot I am a voice user so it only makes sense to you know practice my my you know warm up my voice before I start talking I think it'll help a lot but my practice has been compounding but one of the other reasons why my laughter and singing like it's the throat chakra I have been seeing so many bright blue cars lately. I've never seen so many. I've been seeing a lot of bright blue cars. Um, and I, it's, I just did a, a throat yoga, chakra, a throat chakra yoga thing, yoga practice. And I feel like I've opened up my throat and called in some more authenticity. Or maybe I'm just in tune with the planets because... I'm a Capricorn rising and a lot of shit is in Capricorn right now and a lot of it has to do with like me being disciplined with myself, me and my like um, inner authority, that's a big one, me speaking up for myself and like defining and living and standing in my own truth. I could talk about truth for days, I could talk about truth for days because it's just so crazy how the how valid everyone's truths are like how valid your idea is but how powerless your idea is <laughs> when it comes to somebody else like cuz someone can say something about me and i i have the i have the power to say you're wrong like that's not true because in my like <sighs> I go throughout my life and I can't walk throughout my life with what you think about me because like, why do you get that power? And if you get that power, what stops the next person from getting that power? What stops everyone outside of me? Because that's the only thing you niggas have in common is that you're not me. Why am I giving you so much permission to run me like that and my identity? Like, why am I letting you define me? So the only solution is to turn into the person who you're with every day, the person that knows you the best, you, Ja, whatever, 
and define yourself. Like, you need to define yourself because someone else is going to define you if you don't. And you're going to be looking real confused. You ain't going to have no clarity. It's going to be, you going to be at war with yourself because inside you know something, but you don't trust yourself enough to make it your truth. And you don't want to, and you people pleasing. So you don't want to call this person wrong because that's mean and rude. And this is coming from my experience. And it's just like, no, fuck them. Fuck them. Literally, you can call somebody wrong because you only have to take responsibility for your life. Like, if someone were to call me ugly, (laughs) I'm literally laughing. I'm literally laughing because you're dumb. (laughs) You're dumb. You're stupid. You're wrong. Damn. And if I were to call somebody ugly, I'm very mindful of that. So I know that, like, that's not true. That's just my perception of them. Like, and and it's a hard pill to swallow to realize that, like, what you think about someone isn't true. Like, what what you think about someone is how you think about them. And they do not have to live up to your expectations. Like, if you think someone's a bad person, how are you going to get mad at them for, and take Chris Brown, for example. Hot seat, hot seat, y'all. Stay with me. People have tried to cancel Chris Brown so many times. And, like, I feel like it's at the point where if you listen to his music, that shit can make or break friendships. And that's insane. That's insane. Um, But this doesn't go for, like, believing in Trump. I really think, like, you got some real, like, we, we, we got some real ethical differences within us um if you out here supporting supporting somebody like that I don't know if I can be your friend for real maybe I'm being a hypocrite let me know or or or, no no you can let me know you can let me know um Chris Brown Rihanna has forgiven this nigga but people are still mad at him I guess on her behalf I I truly I be wondering if niggas really be mad at something or if they on, if they're only upset so that they can be a part of something and not be dragged for thinking the opposite. I just wonder how many people actually, you know, have certain values and things don't align with them or if they're just too scared to disagree. I wonder that cuz I've I've felt that like I don't listen to Chris Brown's music, like, intentionally, but that nigga make good music. And that shit happened such a long time ago. But the only thing keeping me from not giving a fuck is the people that would give a fuck because I still listen to his music. You know? And it's like, okay, you, you, you are holding this dude to something that happened such a long time ago. And then you get mad at other people for not doing that. And you get mad at him for not doing that. Like, is, the, is he supposed to, like, is, he, is his whole identity this one thing that he did now? Like, dead ass. Let's think critically. Let's, let's think big brain here. Is someone supposed to be reduced to one point in their life forever? How would you feel if someone did that to you? You messed up when you were singing one time when you were eight years old. You a bad singer for the rest of your life? You can't sing no more? Come on. That's not... Come on. But that's not the point. The point is you can think that. You can think this person is a terrible person forever and ever. They are stained for good. And you're going to be real mad when they do not live up to that expectation you have placed on them. 
Because who are you? At the end of at the end of the day, your opinion doesn't matter. And that's really humbling. That's like really like, and if you haven't already, go ahead and go watch, not watch, go read my, I was going to say, listen, <laughs> go, I feel like my mom who calls like every single child before the child she's actually addressing, like actually trying to get, trying to talk about, talk to. But I wrote an article, it's called How Humbleness that's not what it's called it's called how semantics defines humbleness and how ego defies it and i think like like magnum opus for real like that shit was good and it took me so long to write that i put so much effort into it so much life experience and thought process went into that fucking article y'all it took me like a month to write it and good things take time but it just it pains me that my ideas are so big that they take time. And it's like, girl, who are you taking time away from? You're not working for no white man. Why is it so hard to put value into your things, Roland? Ah! But yeah, that's a really humbling and like really like disarming idea, I think. I feel disarmed in a way. I just feel like, I don't know, it just feels like my anger and everything sometimes fails to serve a a purpose or fails to matter because at the end of the day I can express those things but that that's only to a certain extent because I don't have the power and I don't have the the right to change someone's opinion of themselves because no one has the right or power to change my opinion of myself I don't give you that privilege. So I don't have that privilege. And it sucks because no matter how mad you are at somebody, no matter how terrible and sick you think somebody is, they don't have to take that on. Even though if it's true, because we all collectively agree, they could definitely be a narcissist and be like, I did no wrong. Or genuinely, like, move past it and forgive themselves or some shit like that. And you're just going to stay mad. Mm. Damn. Yeah, I feel like I got a lot off my chest here. This feels good. This feels good. Um... All right, well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Rowan's Perspective. My episodes are getting shorter, y'all. And I'm going to say this only because it's on my mind, but I wish I had, like, more sophisticated equipment because I feel like that might get me more listeners. But maybe that's an identity thing that I really need to let go of because I really also believe in the identity that I am a person of high quality and high value like I'm an amazing I'm an amazing girl okay and what I have to offer is amazing whether or not I have like amazing equipment and I truly believe that if you don't have something you don't need it so my mind naturally goes to this place where okay I want like the views other people are getting. I want the listens other people are getting. I want the impact and outreach that other people are getting. Let me see what they're doing. And it seems like 
they have sophisticated equipment. They have nice cameras. They have microphones. They have production in their and in, in music in their in their episodes and shit. So naturally, I'm like, okay, I need those things too. But then that that thought and stuff never really gets far because I personally am not willing to spend my hard-earned money on like a really expensive camera especially when I have my phone but I don't know it's like it's also like how much are you willing to invest in yourself kind of thing and I acknowledge that as well so maybe I don't know because it's like you can't well then stop it's hard to complain about something you're not willing to change you know especially if you think that's the way to change it. So maybe I just need to find another way to reach my target audience and deliver value through my podcast and my YouTube videos and things like that. Hmm. Okay, well, that's it. Um, Tune in every Tuesday for a ghetto Bible study with me and my friend Tiana. We're reading the Bible. We're trying to read, we're going to read the whole thing. And every week we talk about what we've read and I typically end up dogging the fuck out of the Bible that's what it's giving right now like right now it's giving whoever wrote this did not write it for me and the God depicted in this book is not the God that I serve and I think that's totally fine in our recent episode we talked about hell heaven and hell what that means and y'all I could talk about hell too like I've been listening to like philosophical um YouTube videos um recently I watched let me let me just tell you what I recently watched and then I'm gonna get off this for real I just watched Journey to Hell The Path to Self-Knowledge by Eternalized and yes all I have to say is yes especially the second half of that video with Carl Jung that's my man that's my man I'm gonna have such a good time in school y'all I'm finna have such a splendid time in my major. I just didn't, I, I I feel like the idea of me having a passion that really lights me up inside and makes me so happy is something that I can't really grasp because I didn't know it was possible, but I am really excited to go back to school and get into this major and to find really dope people at Emory. I believe they're there because I'm there and I'm an intellectual. I feel... Like, Emory is the perfect place for me, but also, I'm such an enigma. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I am an intellectual, but I also very much rebel against academia. So, that's interesting, isn't it? Oh, wow, Roland. You amaze me. This is the last time I'm going to say this. Thank you so much for listening to Rowan's Perspective. I will catch you in the next one. Thank you for spending your time with me. Your time is very important and of very high value. Thank you for spending your time and your energy with me and allowing our lives to cross paths. Leave a review, leave a like, and please, 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 if you do nothing else, please share this podcast because I really want to get this shit out and make money. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I want some fucking coin. <laughs> All right. I'll hear y'all in the next one. Bye.